Welcome everybody back to the Fire Talk podcast and YouTube channel. For today's episode, we're going to do a quick segment on basically what to watch before the playoffs begin. Um, the Padres clinched the playoffs yesterday afternoon when the Brewers lost. And so right now it's kind of a little bit of a weird situation for this final series of the Padres season because they're not really playing for anything um, outside of seeding. So we'll talk about that a little bit. We're going to talk about kind of overall playoff races and, and where the Padres are at, where other teams are at. Um, and then after that, we'll get into some specific players to kind of keep your eye on um, for this final series of the season. But Chase, when we're looking at like where it comes down to in the NL in terms of the playoffs, I mean, AL, there's honestly not that much to watch um, because everyone has already clinched the playoffs. But in the NL, I think one thing to watch non-Padres related would definitely be the Phillies and the Brewers kind of battling it out to see who gets that final playoff spot. Outside of that, I think it's going to be very interesting to see who are the Padres going to play in the opening round? Um, the Mets kind of basically choked against the Braves, so they are going to be in the wild card spot. They're going to be the top wild card team. If the Padres take what is it, two out of three, or it, basically if the Padres don't lose an extra game than what the Phillies win, then the Padres should make that fifth seed, and then they would be playing the Mets in the opening round. Um, we'll kind of talk about the matchups a little bit, Chase, because. It's basically right now between in that opening round, are you going to play the Mets or are you going to play the Cardinals? So that's really what is the biggest thing in terms of seeding to watch. Um, but Chase, Isaac and I talked about a little bit uh, last night of kind of who we would rather play. Obviously, this isn't in full control of what the Padres do, but if they win one or two of those games, they probably will be in the fifth seed just because the Phillies are matched up um, against the Astros and the Astros are planning to throw all their starters. So what is your thought for that fifth kind of sixth seed spot for the Padres? Uh, I think you just probably, I know what they're probably going to do is they're going to try to throw a couple there to protect their starters. Cause going into the last two times you were going into the stretch of making the playoffs, you lost every single pitcher that was healthy. So I know they're throwing Musgrove out today, but realistically, I don't think he's going to go that long. I think maybe three or four innings and then rest. So it really decided, depends on what the bullpen decides to do, what guys decide to throw out there. But realistically, I think we're going to be stuck playing the Mets no matter what. You look at the Phillies are playing. They're playing the Astros. The Astros are throwing their top three dogs right out the gate. They're throwing... Um, uh, colors they're throwing Lander and they're throwing Valdez. Each guy has under a three ERA. So realistically, the Brewers are probably going to come in and may take that seating away from Philly. And there's no way that if that does happen, we're still stuck in the fifth seed because we have a better record than the Brewers. I think we have the head-to-head against the Brewers too. So it looks like we're going to be facing the Mets no matter what. Um, I don't think the Mets and Braves can switch in any way, shape, or form. Let me check the Mets schedule real quick. They're Washington, which they could easily sweep, but the Braves are playing Miami. So unless somehow Miami sweeps the Braves, which Lazardo and two to be decided, it's not going to happen. So we're going to be playing the Mets. Then a little scary. I mean, you have DeGrom, Scherzer, and Bassett. Scherzer's been pretty pretty hot, but he's dealt with 
injuries and DeGrom has looked more human recently than he was at the beginning of the season when he first came back. He let up three home runs in his last outing, so he's been susceptible to the long ball. Unfortunately for the Padres, we have also been susceptible to not hitting any home runs for stretches of time. So I think it's going to be a tough matchup, very doable. Um, I think the Mets have an easier lineup for our pitchers to go against compared to the Cardinals because it is Goldie and Arado against basically all our pitchers. But, yeah. We'll be facing the Mets, so hopefully uh, it doesn't turn into a superhuman during postseason, but we can only hope for the best. Yeah, and I, I think you're pretty spot on there. It seems like it's pretty inevitable that the, that we're going to be playing the Mets. It doesn't really make – I would be very shocked if that's not the matchup that we end up seeing. Um, but with that said, I think that, you know, we kind of look at – you brought up the that Musgrove's pitching probably going to throw out two other starters. I think there's a couple things in terms of watching the actual Padres games to kind of analyze over these next couple of days. Um, first thing I would say, what does Josh Bell look like? Number one. And then number two, who's going to get playing time in center field in the postseason? Because Azokar hasn't been very good lately, but he's had a couple hits recently. And Trent Grisham has been downright abysmal over the past month. Like he has been horrendously bad. Um, so I think that's one thing to look at. Not very positive light in terms of the center field kind of debate of like, oh, who are you going with? It's like, oh, who's not as bad, um, which is never <laughs> what you want to see. Um but I think that that's probably the biggest thing I'm looking for. And then I think the other kind of thing that you're watching in this series is how do Jay Groom, Reese Kinnear, whoever goes as starters there, how do they look? Because those are potentially guys that could be in the rotation next year. Um, so it's kind of a, a sneak peek to see there. Chase, I have a feeling that you're probably laughing over Trent Grisham splits. Um, but what are you looking for in terms of actual Padres performance? Have you see, have you looked at his splits between the last 15, 7, 15, and 30 games recently? Like they're they're so bad. So in his last seven, he doesn't have a hit and he hasn't gotten on base at all. In his last 15, he has a 38 average, a 74 on base percentage, and a 38 slugging percentage. And in his last 30, he has an 83 average, a 179 on base percentage, and a 183 slugging. So uh, I don't think you have to ask the question who's going to be starting in center field. Um, those numbers just speak for itself. Uh, yeah, Azucar all the way. I know, I know he's been struggling a little bit more, but you just can't compare – Grisham struggling to Azokar struggling. This guy is like sinking like the Titanic, and Azokar is falling like in a hot air balloon that's slowly just falling from the sky. There's there's quite a difference between those two. Um, I, Chase, I love the analogy right there. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, seriously. Um, if you get if there's any Trent Grisham truthers still out there, I want to know how you guys sleep at night after hearing those numbers. Um, I don't even think you can trade him at this point. So center field is going to be a massive hole. Hopefully, Ozil Carr goes on a hot stretch, or maybe you know 
just kind of does what he does where he works the count. He may strike out or, you know, not hit for much power, but he gets on base. He works the count. He'll walk occasionally. My only main concern is I know his defense has been susceptible at times, but he's been playing a lot better as of recently. So I'm not too worried there, but Going into this offseason, we definitely need to be looking towards either trading for a center fielder or signing one. I know the outfield market is not great this year for free agents. So, uh, Chase, you know who's going to be yeah. a center fielder. Yes. If you, you know guys don't is. know, if you guys don't know, Joey Gallo will be a free agent at the end of this year. No, so, no, 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 no. Not Gallo, bro. It's going to be Tatis. I think that's. Oh, I think that's it's, right. I forgot. I think that's what's gonna happen. Uh, they may do that. I hope they do that because I really like Kim at short. Kim is so valuable at shortstop. It's not funny. I forgot about Tatis going into the outfield. I just the last time he tried to play right field, it was horrible. Though he'll have a whole off season to do so. I just don't know how Tatis is gonna handle that because when he was in the outfield, he looked bored. Like bored as hell <laughs> he looked like he did not want to play so i know he's not in the best position to be demanding anything at all like i don't even think he really has a right to demand to play shortstop wrong, but yeah um outside of that uh keep an eye on will myers i know he's been swinging a hotter bat as of recently but um they haven't been playing him these last few games i wonder if that's just because they're trying to get josh bell going not too sure um I haven't seen Drury in the lineup the last couple of days, but he will need to get going. Against lefties, I'm not too concerned with that at all. But however, if we're facing the Mets, we have three righties going. And Myers and Drury both have way better, and Kim have way better splits against lefties than righties. So we might find ourselves in a little bit of a struggle. If we have Josh Bell hitting, then I think that's a positive, but got a few hits here and there, but still kind of lacking in the power department. Yeah, and I, I think that's something to really kind of like figure out. Okay, what what is maybe not what is this lineup going to look like? Because they're probably going to screw around with the lineup. Manny's probably going to be DHing, um, but I think you're I think you're likely to see Myers, Bell, Andre in the lineup every single day, uh, because I think one of them, I think one of them will probably play first. One of them will play third. Uh, maybe one of them. I don't know. I don't really know what they're going to do. They also were talking about, or maybe this is just kind of. I think it was brought up to Bob Melvin. But the idea of putting Myers in center field, I do not want to just throw him in there in the playoffs. I think that's a terrible idea. Um, but I think it's because of the bat, you know. I think maybe you can pull it off in with the Mets series. Um, Braves Stadium is pretty massive. I wouldn't start there. Uh, he has some experience starting in center against the Dodgers, so I'd be fine with it there. I just wouldn't probably, like, if you play the Braves at all, I wouldn't start Myers in center field. That is a bigger field. It's new. He hasn't had any experience there. Um, against the Dodgers, I'd be okay with because he's played against the Dodgers his entire career now, and he's played, I think, all three outfield spots against the Dodgers at Dodger Stadium, so that's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with it. Just because, you know, you're not doing it for an entire season. He has the speed to do so. He has the arm to do so. It will be a little scary because we've seen Myers kind of lose some of the balls in the light. And he's like, ah, crap, where is it? And then everyone's like, 
oh, he's lost it. And then Myers will find it at the last second and make this weird circus catch. It'll work, but it'll be a little scary. Yeah, and then I think probably the only other thing that I think is kind of worth discussing is like future pitchers for next year. And I know it's like, okay, we're we're all locked in on the postseason, of course, but I do think that we're going to see Reese Kinnear and Jay Groom. That's who I'm guessing we're going to see, probably Reese Kinnear and Jay Groom. Um, and Jay Groom, we, we've seen Reese Kinnear a couple of times, so it's kind of like a little, okay, you get another start. But for Jay, for Jay Groom, we haven't seen Jay Groom. Um, this is actually from Chris Correa, who came on the show a few months back, but he's a, he's a Red Sox fan, so he knew who he was. But this is, quote-unquote, from what he told me about him. He said, former 12th overall pick, had huge expectations to be an ace, but got hurt multiple times. Now that he's healthy, he's kind of struggled, but he still has a lot of potential. Uh, really good off-speed stuff with movement, but an average fastball after Tommy John surgery. Um, he definitely has value and is worth at least at least taking a chance on, in my opinion. So that's what we could see. We could see him kind of, hey, we're going to throw you against MLB uh, hitting. We're going to see what you look like against the Giant, Giants for one start and then kind of maybe maybe gauge a little bit about what to do with the rotation heading into, into next spring um, for him and kind of that being like his one highlighted start in the pros, which I think would be interesting. I, I would, I would definitely be excited to watch him over Weathers or Reese Kinnear just because we've seen them before. But I, I am really hoping that he gets to start one of the last, one of the final two games of the season. And also it could just be one of those things like, Hey, you're going to go in and you're going to pitch six innings and it doesn't matter how bad it looks. You're going to eat up six innings. So we have you doing that in the final game. Um, so I don't know if we're going to see him, but I don't know. Any thoughts on him and or Kinnear or Weathers in, in these final couple games? I was going to say, I think it's probably going to be Weathers over Kinnear. We've seen Kinnear. He really doesn't get the opportunity to five innings at all. He usually comes in. He's like, he'll go maybe two, maybe three innings at most for if he's being really efficient. I would be surprised if they called up a uh, Weathers. I don't, is Kevin Cops on the 40 man? If Kevin Cops is on the 40 man, I think he might get an opportunity to, but I think he's been mostly out of the bullpen. It's Hader, Kinnear, Weathers, Groom. Uh, I think kind of one of the other guy to eye on is Efren Contreras. I think he might get called up just because they haven't seen him. Yeah, I know he's coming off Tommy John. I believe he's pitching in either single A or double A. Uh, he's been kind of one of those guys that he was supposed to make his debut within the next two years. And I think if you bring him up, just throw him against MLB pitching and see where he's developed or MLB hitting and see where he's developed. I think that's really solid to do so. I'd go probably Groom and Efren Contreras. That's what I would personally do just because you haven't seen those guys personally as the Padres against MLB pitching. You've seen Kinnear. You've seen Weathers. Um, and, and you've seen those two. So throw the other two out there and see what the, you got. Yeah, I think that's actually kind of fun to watch too. It's like, oh, we haven't seen these guys. Like even when, if you remember, I think, was it last year when Kinnear came in? Um, I think it was last year when Kinnear came in. It was like, I was like super pumped. Like, hey, we haven't seen this guy. Like, e even if it doesn't have, if the guys don't have a ton of hype, it is still cool to be like, oh, it's just a new face, just a new guy that we haven't seen yet. And he potentially could be part of this um, either rotation or staff in the future. So I think it'd be pretty cool to watch. But I think that's probably all we kind of have in terms of like what to watch before the playoff starts um, in this final giant series. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to be talking about the case for Manny Machado winning the MVP because there is definitely a case for that i don't know if he should be the favorite we're going to get into that uh in tomorrow's episode and then on wednesday we're going to do kind of a 
a full season recap after the Giants game ends. So after the after the regular season is over, we'll do a, a regular season recap. Um, and then in that Thursday, that Thursday, we will do kind of a a preview for the wild card round, which will be super exciting. And then um, every playoff game this this postseason, we're going to be doing a recap after that game. So make sure to hop in the live streams um, when we do that. But with that said, I think that's probably going to do it for today's episode. Um, thank you guys all for listening and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. See ya.